The New York Rangers re-sign impending restricted free agent Zach Jones. We discuss why this is a solid signing for the Blue Shirts, and we also take a look at what kind of a role we can expect Zach Jones to play for the Rangers in this upcoming season. All that and much more on today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers. Welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 852 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick. I want to thank you guys, as always, for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. And we are, of course, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So I figure we might as well just go ahead and jump right into it here today. The big news for the Rangers being that Zach Jones, 22-year-old left defenseman, re-upping with the team. He was an impending restricted free agent. Uh, he signs a two-year contract that carries an annual cap hit of $812,500. Uh, it is a one-way contract. More on that in a little bit and what that might mean uh, for the Rangers and for Zach Jones. But uh, to take it from the top here, a little bit of a recap on how Zach Jones became a Ranger, everything he's done basically since the Rangers have drafted him. And uh, yeah, just going to look at everything that he's done thus far and uh, try to figure out, you know, where he's going uh, in his career as a member of the Blue Shirts. But to recap for everybody, Zach Jones, a former third round pick by the Rangers back in 2019, went number 68 overall. Uh, He's played in parts of all of the past three seasons with the New York Rangers. If we combine all of his stats from all the three seasons that he's played with the Rangers, just 38 games for Zach Jones. And I thought that maybe it might be a little bit higher than that. I was expecting maybe somewhere around you know, the 50 game marker or something around uh, that area, but no, just 38 games for Zach Jones. So a uh, fairly small sample size there uh, from his first season to his most recent season, last three seasons, he has played in 10 games, 12 games, and then 16 games in this past season. Uh, but to combine all of the 38 games that he has played for the Rangers, Zach Jones in that time with the blue shirts, one goal, seven assists, He is a minus 11 in that time. He has averaged 15 minutes and 18 seconds of ice time per night. Uh, Set a new career high in games played this past year, as we just covered with 16 games played. Also a new career high, 15 minutes and 37 seconds of ice time per night in this past season with the Rangers. Uh, He's also in his career blocked 37 shots and dished out 17 hits. And I thought his best showing, at least relative to the expectations uh, that were kind of thrown upon Zach Jones, when he was coming up with the Rangers, I thought maybe his best season was actually his first. When you consider everything that happened, uh, the circumstances around Zach Jones being promoted there and just how he played overall. Because you remember uh, when he debuted, he was only 20 years old. And, and, you know, that's pretty young for anybody to make their NHL debut. And he's just a third round draft pick. You know, it's not like he's one of these super prospects that you have to fast track to the NHL. No, he was only 20 years old. He got his first shot with the Rangers in a 10 game sample toward the end of uh, three seasons ago, what turned out to be David Quinn's final season uh, with the New York Raiders, just for some context there. But yeah, I mean, in those 10 games, it's not like he set the world on fire or anything like that, but I was just impressed with uh, the confidence and the poise that he seemed to be playing with at that time. There was uh, a situation where Ryan Lindgren got injured 
And so that meant that Adam Fox was out there without his usual defense partner. And rather than like move everybody up one pairing, uh, what the Rangers chose to do was, you know, dress Zach Jones and just throw him out there on the top pairing with Adam Fox. I don't remember offhand if he played all 10 games with Adam Fox, but I do know uh, that we got at least a, a bit of a sample of him out there with Adam Fox. And again, given the circumstances, the fact that he's 20 years old, a uh, rookie, obviously an experience uh, being asked to play with Adam Fox on the top pairing, uh, I thought Zach Jones did very well for himself, uh, once again, given those circumstances. And as far as this new contract is concerned and, you know, what my thoughts are of it, you know, being fair for for Jones and for the Rangers and everything, you know, we've talked, it's kind of been a theme on here and really just a theme of Ranger hockey going forward. You've got all these players with all these big time contracts, whether we talk about Mika Zibanejad, uh, Adam Fox, Artemi Panarin. Chris Kreider, Jacob Truba, these guys are all making uh, significant money year in and year out. They got big contracts. And so the way to sort of offset that, you've got to have some guys at or near the bottom of your roster that are making basically the exact opposite of that, you know, close to or at the league minimum. And when you look at this contract that Zach Jones just signed here, um, you know, he is making, he's actually getting a little bit of a pay cut. He's only going to make $812,500 uh, for the next two seasons per season. Uh, his entry-level contract was actually at 925 k so he'll, he'll be getting a little bit less than that uh, going forward for the next two years. And he's actually uh, going to be a restricted free agent once again when this contract expires. But to me, the price is right. You know, Jones has had his ups and downs in what is obviously a limited sample size with the New York Rangers. There's times where he's looked all right and looks like he's ready for the NHL. There's other times where maybe he's been a little bit shaky out there. Um, one knock on Zach Jones that I know a lot of fans are going to have. And it's one of those things that just kind of is what it is. It's the fact that he is a little bit undersized. Uh, we will discuss that in greater detail in a little bit here. Um, but look, you know, this is somebody that you drafted in the third round a couple of years ago, back in 2019. Uh, he is making currently only $37,000 more than the league minimum. And that's not bad at all. Again, I think there have been enough positive signs, some flashes from Zach Jones. He's played very well in the AHL as well. I think you're going to want to keep him around, give him another look, and uh, especially at this cost. And it does sound like Zach Jones is, is you know, on track to be the guy as far as the sixth defenseman is concerned uh, at the uh, start of this upcoming season. But we're going to keep talking about this uh, re-signing by the Rangers from every angle. I'm also going to discuss why I believe this deal, the way that it's structured, and I'm going to explain what I mean by that in just a second, but this deal is essentially from the Rangers to Zach Jones, a vote of confidence. I'm going to explain uh, why I feel that way and what exactly that means in just a second here. But first, you have to let everybody know, today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by eBay Motors. For a championship team, it is all about making sure every player is the perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you will be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay Motors fit or eBay guaranteed fit rather, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, exclusions do apply. All right, we just want to go ahead and thank everybody, as always, 
for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. And for the everydayers, you know, you guys that tune tune in every day, uh, first of all, let me just say thank you so much. Could never thank you enough for that. Uh, But definitely stick around for the rest of this week. We're going to be doing some more coaching talk. Obviously, Peter LaViolette set to take over the New York Rangers. Going to talk a little bit about, um, you know, some possible assistant coaches that he might be looking to hire in the coming days and weeks here. We're also going to be doing a crossover episode with Mr. Dan Homey of Locked On Washington Capitals to discuss Peter Laviolette. As we've mentioned, Laviolette's coach a lot of different teams around this league. Want to go straight to the sources, talk to some of the Locked On hosts from some of these other teams, and uh, you know what were his strengths, what were his weaknesses, why did the team succeed, why did the team fail, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So definitely looking forward uh, to talking to Dan, and we'll move on to some other Locked On hosts as well. Uh, going to be more free agent talk, more draft talk. It's an exciting time in the in the uh, NHL calendar here. There's some fun things ahead. Uh, but that's for, you know, the next few episodes. For right now, want to continue talking about Zach Jones, his new contract with the New York Rangers, and the fact that I think uh, this is a vote of confidence from the Rangers to Zach Jones. I think he's going to be given every single opportunity possible to win the sixth defenseman job for the Rangers. It feels like every season, we always, uh, in the offseason, one of the big storylines for this team is always who's the sixth defenseman going to be. You know, we've seen a couple of different names come and go. And, you know, are they going to go with a veteran? Or are they going to go with one of the young guys? What's it going to be? Um, and, you know, that's obviously still somewhat the case here. Although, again, with Zach Jones signing this contract, I got to believe that they are going into this upcoming season fully believing and fully expecting that Zach Jones will find a way uh, to claim that six defenseman role. But again, the fact that this is just a one-way contract to me implies once again, this was a vote of confidence by the New York Rangers in Zach Jones. Uh, Part of the reason why they're probably feeling good about Zach Jones, I would say is probably what he did with the Hartford Wolfpack uh, this past season. He had 54 games, did Zach Jones with the Hartford Wolfpack in the regular season, scored eight goals, had 23 assists, 31 points in 54 games. Uh, he was also a plus 16 in that time. Then another nine playoff games, two goals, four assists, and was a plus three. And, you know, by all accounts, one of the uh, better players on the Hartford Wolfpack. I was able to you know, tune in for some of those playoff games during their run in the Calder Cup playoffs there. And uh, Zach Jones is always on the first line. He's always, you know, at or near the top of the uh, the leaderboard in terms of time on the ice with the Hartford Wolfpack. So, you know, he is one of their better players. And I do get the feeling, once again, that the Rangers, what they've seen out of him with the Wolfpack and also the the small sample size that he's had with the Rangers, while that sample size has been far far from perfect, he is somebody that's shown enough that I think you want to give him uh, another chance and and just see what he can do. And I get the feeling that that's exactly what's going to happen to start this upcoming season here for Zach Jones. He'll probably be in that sixth defenseman role. But it is interesting to think back to the start of this past season because uh, Jones actually did have an opportunity this past season to take the sixth defenseman job and essentially just run with it and was just really not able to do it. Uh, Again, 16 games for Zach Jones. But when the season started, you get a situation where top five defensemen, they're all spoken for. We know, you know, Lindgren Fox, Miller Truba, and then whoever and Braden Schneider. And as far as, you know, the whoever spot, uh, that was either going to be Zach Jones or Libor Hayek. You know, they were the two players that were on the roster. I'm almost positive without looking back at the box score that Zach Jones got the opening night start. He was out there as a sixth defenseman. Uh, Jones and Hayek kind of went back and forth. You know, whichever one was playing better, they went with uh, that player, you know, for a good chunk of the the first portions of the season there. But after a while, you know, neither one of them really grabbed the bull by the horns, really uh, took the job and just ran with it and got to a point where it was like, okay, that guy's in the lineup. We're not going to take him out. Uh, That never really happened with either Jones or Hayek. And so what ends up happening is uh, Ben Harper 
ends up getting an opportunity. And for a while there, he was the sixth defenseman. And then, of course, he traded for Nico Mikula. Uh, he takes over as the sixth defenseman as well. So the Rangers have really had a revolving door there over the past couple of seasons uh, as far as the sixth defenseman is concerned. But I also have to believe, you know, with the trades at the Rangers, all the wheeling and dealing they were doing at or near the deadline this past season, you go out and get Tyler Mott, you get Tarasenko and Mikula, uh, you go out and get Patrick Kane. The fact that Zach Jones was never included in any of those trades tells me that the Rangers still value him. This is still somebody that we do not want to give away. We still think he can be a good player for our team. We still think he has a bright future in this league. Now, of course, it's also possible that the teams that the Rangers traded with last season, maybe for one reason or another, they weren't really all that interested in Zach Jones. He just wasn't somebody that was very high on their list. Um, but, you know, with the Blues, they ended up trading for Hunter Skinner as part of the deal that sent Tarasenko and Mikula from the Blues to the Rangers. And so the fact that they did that, I mean, Jones is a higher thought of prospect in most circles than Hunter Skinner is. So I get the feeling maybe uh, you know, maybe the Blues were interested and, and Drury just wouldn't budge as far as giving up Zach Jones. Uh, it's possible. Either, either scenario is possible. But again, I do feel like the Rangers, the fact that Jones, who to me was like one of the quintessential trade chips for the Rangers approaching the deadline this past season, the fact that he's still here and the Rangers did not include him in the deal, either for Tarasenko or for Patrick Kane, that bodes well for his future here. And I think the one year or the two year one way contract that he just signed, that also bodes well for his future here. The Rangers still like Zach Jones. They gave him an opportunity uh, in this upcoming season. Uh, the other thing I want to mention, though, and I know it's one of those things because you know, Zach Jones is somebody who, you know, we haven't really seen enough of him to really know for sure what the future holds for him. But I do know there will be some people that just take one look at him, his size, and they'll just say, nope, not an NHL defense and not going to work, not going to happen. Look, it is something that he has to overcome. I, I think we can pretty much agree on that. He's listed at five foot eleven, which you know at first glance doesn't really sound that short, but for an NHL defenseman, you know that is certainly a little bit on the smaller side. He's also uh, listed at one hundred and eighty-five pounds. As far as the height, I mean, there's not really a whole lot you can do. Um, maybe he can bulk up a little bit uh, this offseason and come back a little bit stronger and uh, be a little bit stronger on the puck you know, going forward for this upcoming season. I mean, he is just 22 years old, so he's still kind of filling out a little bit. Um, and again, it's just one of those things he's going to have to uh, overcome at some point. I think NHL defensemen, it's certainly to your benefit to be tall and be big and be strong. Uh, he can't really do anything about his height, but it's also not like we have never seen, um, you know, shorter by NHL standard players uh, end up having nice careers for themselves. So hopefully Zach Jones, um, again, can kind of overcome that and, you know, step up for the Rangers this upcoming season. Cause again, I do think they're going to give him every opportunity to take the ball and run with it. Uh, we'll see how everything shakes out in training camp and the preseason. But obviously uh, the hope is that you know, Zach Jones can come in and uh, be a steady player for the Rangers on their third pairing. And speaking of the third pairing, that's something we're going to get to in just a second as well. Want to talk a little bit about the Braden Schneider, Zach Jones dynamic, because uh, I do like that third pairing for the Rangers. And I, I feel like that's probably how they will line up on opening night. I think you're looking at Braden Schneider and Zach Jones. I mean, I see no reason whatsoever why Braden Schneider wouldn't be there. And uh, for Zach Jones with this new contract, I think he'll be there as well. So uh, we'll get to that and some other stuff, including our Timmy Panarin's new haircut uh, in just a second here. All right, let's go ahead and keep everything rolling. I wanted to talk a little bit about the uh, Zach Jones, Braden Schneider dynamic because, again, I do like this pairing. Obviously, they're both very young. And I do think there's a lot of teams in the NHL, if they're being completely honest, they would love to have uh, this Jones and Schneider duo as their third pairing. Uh, Schneider already a very strong defenseman for the Rangers. He's only been here for a season and a half. But you know, we talk about guys being given opportunities, 
taking the bull by the horns, taking the ball and running with it. Use whatever expression or whatever phrase uh, you want to use. But I think you guys know what I'm talking about. Obviously, Brandon Schneider came up, you know, through about the midway point of the season two years ago and took complete advantage of the opportunity that was given to him. And he's been here ever since. Uh, you know, with, with this pairing or this likely pairing of Jones and Schneider reminds me a little bit of almost like a junior version of Lindgren and Fox. Now, of course, uh, it's a little different because, you know, Lindgren plays the left side or no, they're, they're on the same side, Lindgren and Fox, you know, left and right. And then you've got uh, Jones and Schneider left and right as well. But I think you guys could probably see where I'm coming from on this. Fox obviously brings you pretty much everything. You know, it brings you a ton of uh, offense, a ton of skill, obviously some excellent passing, kills penalties, plays on the power play. You know, Adam Fox does a great job defending rushes, uh, pretty much just a do-it-all uh, ideal defenseman to have on your team. Uh, to compliment him, you've got Ryan Lindgren. He's giving you the toughness, the old-school snarl, the in-your-face kind of hockey that I, I know Ranger fans certainly like. And it's kind of the same deal with this pairing. And I'm not yet putting Jones and Schneider at the same level as Lindgren and Fox. Let me make that clear uh, right off the bat here. But you can see the similarities here and why I call it a junior version uh, of that pairing. Jones kind of known as a little bit of an offensive defenseman. And then Schneider, you know, he's, I think you'll see him get a few more points this season than we've been seeing him get uh, thus far in his NHL career. But for the most part, uh, somebody known as just a rock solid, mostly stay at home defense and a guy who will just clean your clock. If he gets the opportunity, uh, he will lay you out. He'll do it clean. Uh, but if he gets a chance, if you got your head down, you better watch out when Brian Schneider is on the ice. So uh, an interesting dynamic between the two defensemen here. And I do think that that pairing has a very good chance of complementing each other very well and finding some chemistry. They've played together in the past. Uh, Braden Schneider, for his part, has played with about 200 different defensemen in the season and a half um, that he has been up in the NHL. Uh, we've seen him with everybody from Nemeth to Braun to Jones. Uh, I'd imagine Hayek at one time or another, Mikola uh, toward the end of this past season and also in the playoffs. But you know, I do like the idea of putting Jones and Schneider back together and uh, you roll with them as your third pairing. And there is something else to consider here. We don't know for sure how the Rangers are going to line up for this upcoming season uh, as far as their defense partners are concerned because we've gotten so, so, so used to you know the top pairing, Ligren and Fox, the second pairing, Miller and Truba. Uh, now, for up to me, I would stick with those pairings because I think for the most part, they work. I think you've got uh, two sets of partners there that complement each other very, very well. Uh, so I'd keep rolling with that, but... You never know what this coaching staff is going to do. They might take a look at it and decide, you know, I know there's some Ranger fans that want to see K. Andre Miller with Adam Fox. You know, they think that could be a lot of fun. And, you know, if you do that, then you presumably would have, uh, you know, the two old school snarl defensemen in Lindgren and Truba. You'd have those two together. You could do that. You could play around with it a little bit, but we don't know for sure. I mean, maybe LaViolette really kind of spreads the wealth and maybe Zach Jones is up there with Adam Fox again and you move Lindgren down and, you know, there's all kinds of different options and all different kinds of things you can do here. But again, we're so used, you know, Gerard Gallant very rarely ever messed with his top four defensemen. And I can understand why, because, you know, obviously that quartet has been very good for the most part. And uh, those pairings have had success with each other. But you never know for sure uh, how a team is going to line up on opening night and the rest of the season. And I think that's especially true uh, when you've got a new coaching staff in place as well. Also wanted to uh, mention Ben Harper, because obviously he's still in the mix a little bit here as well. And as far as like, you know, Jones versus Harper for the sixth defenseman spot, I think it probably will end up being Zach Jones. I think it probably should end up being Zach Jones. 
you know, based on where they both are in their careers, uh, Zach Jones at this point just has far more upside than Ben Harper does. And I say this as somebody that really liked Ben Harper last year. I liked what he gave the Rangers uh, as a sixth defenseman. I thought he played, you know, just pretty much mistake-free hockey, played very physical hockey. Love the fact that he goes out there and watches the backs of all of his teammates, which he definitely does. Uh, he plays with some snarl as well. But, you know, you can kind of mix and match if you're LaViolette and the coaching staff here. If you have a game where, you know, you're expecting some trouble, you're expecting some physicality. Oh, man, we played these guys last year. We got into three or four fights with them uh, throughout the season. Uh, if you've got a game like that, then by all means, put Ben Harper into the lineup, take Zach Jones out of the lineup, and uh, just kind of roll with that as your uh, your lineup for that night. Um, I, I think you're kind of looking at a situation where even if Zach Jones makes the Rangers, which I believe he will, I'm not so sure that he will or really even needs to play all 82 games. You're going to have Harper spelling him uh, at least every once in a while. And uh, again, it's going to be very interesting, I think, to see how LaViolette and this new coaching staff uh, handles that situation with Jones and with Harper, a little bit of mixing and matching. Uh, you know, I wouldn't say just hand the job to Zach Jones or anything like that. But again, I think most fans, I think probably even the Rangers themselves, you know, the front office, the coaching staff, they want to see Zach Jones eventually. Again, there's that expression again, take the bull by the horns and uh, just go with it. Take the job. Never look back. Be one of those guys. It's pretty much going to be in the lineup every single night. And like I said, if anybody gets injured or there's a night where you're expecting a lot of trouble and a lot of physicality and a lot of nastiness, you can then put Ben Harper uh, into the lineup in uh, in place of Zach Jones. One other aspect I definitely want to mention here, uh, kind of a side effect of this re-signing, re-signing Zach Jones rather than, you know, potentially trading him or anything along those lines. The fact also that it's a, a one-year contract also adds to, to what I'm about to say here, but this pretty much means uh, that Nico Mikola is not going to be back with the Rangers for this upcoming season. He was uh, brought over in the uh, Vladimir Tarasenko deal and was an impending UFA. And I think the smart money, honestly... Ever since the trade was made, I think the smart money has always been that Mikola would be a true rental and that he would walk when free agency starts. Obviously, the Rangers have to save money in certain spots, uh, six defensemen being one of them. And Mikola coming off a deal that paid him $1.9 million per season, you're not going to be able to afford to pay your six defensemen that much if you're the Rangers. And that doesn't even account for the fact that Mikola will probably get a little bit more uh, than that per season going forward. So Mikola is pretty much gone. I think overall, you know, he did a solid job for the Rangers. Again, they've had a true revolving door as far as the six defenseman is concerned. Um, but again, you know, he filled in and I, I thought was, you know, adequate as the Ranger uh, six defenseman. The other thing that I want to mention here, I mentioned that we're going to be talking about uh, different players that get bought out. And I know that Oliver Ekman Larson was bought out by the Vancouver Canucks. I never really saw him as a fit for the Rangers. Um, he's somebody that, you know, strong start to his career. It's obviously not gone well recently. Uh, that's pretty indicative whenever you've gotten bought out by somebody. But, you know, Ekman Larson being bought out. I know there was, you know, a, a little smattering maybe of Ranger fans on Twitter talking about, oh, maybe, you know, you put him as third pairing and he can come in and do a decent job. Uh, that's not going to be happening now that uh, Zach Jones is, is back in the fold, and um, nor should. I, I just don't think that uh, that really would have been worth it. Uh, the other player that's kind of impacted by this to me is Matthew Robertson, another uh, prospect for the Rangers and somebody that, you know, they've been high on in recent seasons. With Zach Jones re-signing and Ben Harper in that seventh defense and role, there doesn't really seem to be much of a path for Matthew Robertson. Uh, the one thing that I'll mention there, though, is if you're in a situation where it's training camp in the preseason and Matthew Robertson just blows Zach Jones out of the water, just uh, excels in every way, 
looks like an just awesome player and a star on the rise. You could always, you know, flip Zach Jones in a trade somewhere else to open up that spot for Matthew Robertson. I don't think the Rangers would do that. I think that'd be a pretty bold move for them to do that. You could even technically trade Ben Harper and, uh, you know, go with Matthew Robertson and Zach Jones, alternate the two of them in and out of the lineup night by night. Um, but I think, uh, you know, overall, the smart money would be on Matthew Robertson, probably starting this upcoming season uh, with the Hartford Wolfpack. But we'll see what happens there. You know, I haven't forgotten about him. I know there's some other Ranger fans haven't forgotten him either. Um, but right now, it seems like he's going to probably be on the outside uh, looking in as far as the opening night lineup next season is concerned. But, you know, again, I, I like this Zach Jones deal for the Rangers. I, it's just a shade over the league minimum. Uh, Jones has played very well in the AHL. I think he's shown enough with the Rangers in the NHL that you want to get another look at him. You want to give him a, an honest chance. And uh, I'm hoping the Rangers will give him a decent amount of leash, decent amount of rope this season. Uh, let him kind of sink or swim in that sixth defenseman role. And uh, hopefully, you know, he gets used to being in the lineup far more often than not. His confidence grows. He's got a great defense partner out there with Braden Schneider, assuming the two of them are together. Um, let's give it a shot here. Let's see what Zach Jones can do this upcoming season. A couple of odds and ends before we call it a day here. Rangers and Flyers rookies are set to play each other twice in September. Uh, the Rangers and Flyers have been doing this together last couple of off seasons here. Basically, it's just what it sounds like. You've got Ranger rookies playing up against Flyer rookies um, in a couple of games, two games to be exact. The first one this season will happen on Friday, September 15th at 7.05. The second one will be Saturday, September 16th, so the following day at 5.05. Both games will be played in the PPL Center in Allentown, Pennsylvania. It's always interesting to watch that. I know in years past, they've streamed it on YouTube and, you know, it's not like state-of-the-art production the way MSG is, but it's a legit game. You know, there's fights, there's goals, there's everything that you would see in an NHL game happens, um, you know, at this camp. And, uh, you know, the one year I remember there was just the one camera. And so like, it was kind of hard to see and there weren't any announcers or anything. And the camera would just pan this way and pan that way. And, uh, you know, it wasn't always easy to tell what you were looking at, who you were looking at. But for me, you know what? It's still, you get the sights and sounds of Rangers hockey. They're out there rocking the Rangers sweaters. So I am still very much looking forward to uh, to watching that. Hopefully uh, they broadcast it in one way or another. They stream it on YouTube or whatever it might be. Very much looking forward to seeing the Ranger rookies in action. It'll be our first taste of, uh, you know, Ranger hockey, some form of Ranger hockey for this upcoming season. And uh, like I said, mid-September can't come soon enough. Definitely looking forward to that. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention here, Artemi Panarin, Apparently got a haircut, uh, apparently just shaved his head. I was a little bit skeptical at first because, you know, you see a photo circulating on social media and you know how it is. I mean, people have a lot of time on their hands and, you know, they'll play around with Photoshop or whatever it might be. So I wasn't so sure that it was real. But at this point, I mean, I've seen like three or four different pictures of uh, Artemi Panarin with a shaved head. No real explanation for why he did it yet. Um you know, maybe he just wanted a haircut or maybe he's a little bit bummed about his playoff performance last season. We know how superstitious these guys can all be. Uh, we as fans are sometimes superstitious. So maybe he's looking for a fresh start coming into this next season. And uh, that's his way of kind of signifying that. And then finally, I just wanted to mention uh, Henrik Lundqvist's documentary, Open Heart, also premiered. Not sure if anybody got to one of the screenings. Uh, if you did, definitely let me know how it was. Uh, I'm hoping sooner or later I can uh, have the opportunity to watch that. But I'd have to imagine uh, it would have to be a great documentary. So uh, hopefully, like I said, I can eventually watch that at some point. But uh, that will do it for today, guys. Once again, if you'd like to get in touch with this podcast, please send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Once again, it is LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Definitely give us a follow on Twitter as well, at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Once again, it is at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. And definitely subscribe to Locked On New York Rangers YouTube channel. Thanks again, guys. I will see you next time.